Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 58. Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard, and the other, not so much. My name's Anthony. I'm George. And today we are joined by the wonderful Drew Agnew, the podcast host and creator of House of Mario. Also, what was it? Oh my God, uh, Drew Story. <laughs> we got Kraken, Furfies, and Secret Recordings. Drew, thank you for uh, joining us. Well, thank you very much for having me, guys. It's a, it's a pleasure to be uh, a guest on your show. Yeah, it's it's fucking awesome to have you. Now, just as a heads up, everybody, Drew is part of the the Eight Bit Collective, which is a a group of some of the most amazing podcasts and content creators that I know. Uh, past guest and friend of the show, Jono uh, Jono Peck is our is in that collective as well. So I just I love everything that you guys are doing as a whole and individually. So to have you get to come on the show was was obviously a no brainer. Yeah, I yeah, thanks. I absolutely love listening to your guys' podcast on the drive to work. So. I was excited to have oh, you. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, Actually, cool. House of Mario would be a great fit for a one Mr. Georgiathy. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about that like months and months ago, and sort of like uh, like late last year. It's just like it's really hectic with work and that. So guests and all that is pretty much off the table. But actually, this time of year, I'm like, oh, it's it's a bit quieter for me. So. Um, it's a good time to have a guest on. So I was thinking, like, before I was sitting down here, I'm like, oh, I need to get George on. Because it was a long time ago we said, oh, oh yeah, George likes Nintendo. We should get oh, him yeah. on. We should do a bit of a collaboration. And Hell yeah. George is definitely our, our, our resident Nintendo, like, expert, so. That's awesome, yeah. Um, I do my best. Yeah, so I'll, I'll have to pay back the favor now that I've uh, <laughs> come on here. George, that'll be your first guest spot, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's... We're going to pop that guest cherry. I'm all for it. I can't wait. <laughs> Australian yeah. style. Yeah, it's a, it's, it, it is a lot different uh, being a guest than, like, doing your usual host or your rigmarole, what you're used to. Because I know when, like, even now, I'm used to being like, hey, what's up, everybody? And, like, you know, doing your thing. And you chuck it to your co-host. He says something, then you're like, you know, putting back a question. And he sort of goes like that. But when you're a guest, you're like, all right, I've got to be uh, interesting somehow all right oh my god being, being a guest is my favorite you can just say the wildest shit and you have absolutely no responsibility to the episode when jeno had me on the uh, the 8-bit podcast it was basically just just me and i think uh colin just saying the wildest shit yeah, yeah that that episode was, was pretty out there i was also super drunk on mug wine as well when we recorded that episode so oh god yeah that'll do it yeah that, that it definitely got me all right Let's do housekeeping, get that out of the way real quick, and we'll hop into what, what we're playing. First off, if you enjoy the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us. We'll more about that later. First and foremost, let's start it off with what we do and always do. What are you playing, Drew? What are you playing? Um... This time of year, I'm, I've actually haven't been playing much just because I've been doing a lot of stuff around the house. We've got like, you know, painting and all this uh, boring stuff going on. But mainly, it hasn't changed since November, actually. It's been mainly been playing a lot of Pokemon Sword and Shield for me. Uh, just, uh, you know, I finished the story in the first weekend pretty easily. I put 50 hours into it the first weekend. I did literally nothing but play that game and uh, go to a friend's place and play it with him as well. But apart from that, it's just been sort of you know collecting Pokemon and all fucking, that type of thing. And I fucking love Sword or well, I have Shield. <laughs> I'm sorry, but man, they did such a great job with those games. Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy with how they turned out. And uh, this week, Pokemon Home actually came out, so I transferred all my uh, Pokemon from. <coughs> sorry, guys, I just got a bit of a cough. No Bless you. Bless you. <coughs> Don't know where that came from. Um. But yeah, Pokemon Home came out this week and I've transferred all my Pokemon over and got I've had a complete uh, living decks on previous Pokemon games. So I've been able to transfer them over and get all the goodies and the uh, Pokedex and playing around with that. So We've got a power struggle between Tommy and George on who the real Pokemon Master is. If you look at their Twitters, each one says a different version of the word Master or whatever. <laughs> Alright, so Pokemon Master and Pokemon... It's like Galar Region Expert. champion and Pokemon <laughs> Master. Like they've they've got a they've got a dick measuring contest at the moment for it. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tommy is unofficially the biggest Pokemon nerd out of all of us, though. Like that guy's like, 
down like breeding hundreds of thousands of one Pokemon to get a shiny and stuff. Like he's he's way hardcore into it more than I am. But I do. I I really did enjoy Shield Man. I mean, not not that I haven't stopped playing it, but it's just they did a great job with those titles and they just keep adding to them. I love it. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to the DLC as well. Like, a, like the first time they're actually adding DLC to the series, and it's something I've wanted for a long time. Just mainly because, like, I don't want to move on to another game, or because that's what I was worried about. Like, if a Diamond and Pearl remakes or something was announced for this year, it's just like, oh, you know, I want to keep playing Sword and Shield. I'm really enjoying it, and just like, I guess Game Freak coming into the modern age, I'm like, all right, here's some DLC. And uh, yeah, keep playing this game, and you know, for the next year or so, I think that's really good. And the DLC looks really interesting too. Spread out over two packs, so spread out throughout the year, so you've got plenty of things to do out through the year as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah, really cool. Game Freaks, game or Game Freaks, Game Freak has, has kind of joined up with the times finally with you know finally doing DLC. But like as someone who owns a Switch, but it's basically for for my kids, and I'm not really invested. The last Pokemon I played was Pokemon. Um, sun and moon which mm. i really 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 enjoyed but after the game was done i kind of collected some pokemon here and there and, and then and then i stopped but as someone who's not really invested it is really cool to see them like com- commit to dlc and like broadening the game to be, make it more <clears throat> you know of a social game i know with the the dynamax and catching the big old pokemon is what i'm gonna call them like the, that raid <laughs> aspect is, I, when i see a lot of people playing it on twitch like that raid aspect is a big part of what they're streaming and getting their viewers in on it so it, it seems like they've kind of made this 180 to make Pokemon even more relevant than it was. I mean, it already had this base following, this cult following, and now it's even more relevant because now someone like a Twitch streamer can go on there and they can get all their friends in there and their viewers in there and they can do these raids together and it kind of gives you that that next level of immersion. Yeah. I was I was on there well, a few weeks ago just going through uh, Twitch streams as uh, seeing people hosting like shiny raids. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Just for those people who are out there don't know what a shiny Pokemon is, it's like one out of 4,000 chance that it can be a different color. So it's just like something a lot of people actually go looking for and hunting for on Twitch and that. And people can host the raids. Uh, <coughs> viewers can try and catch them. And then, yeah, the viewers can try and catch them. And if it works or doesn't work, the uh, Twitch server can actually restart it and just keep keep on doing it and doing it and doing it. So... I was just going going around trying to get into these shiny raids and catch some of these uh, Pokemon, which was a lot of fun. And I didn't sort of expect sort of Twitch to take that aspect of it. But, uh, yeah, it seems to be, like, the main thing. Everyone's just ho- uh, hosting shiny raids to be able to, uh, for the viewers to jump on in. It was a lot of fun, too, just going in and finding new streamers, whether they're smaller or bigger or what have you. Yeah, yeah it's definitely brought this new social aspect to it. So good to see Game Freak kind of, like, finally jumping into the times and playing catch up yeah and there are a lot of aspects of sword and shield but you know aren't up the times just like i think what the just the the basic textures is probably the things what stands out the most it's kind of like uh you know why why couldn't it be a little bit better i feel like it's not that too big a ask necessarily it's it's not necessarily a biggest deal to me but you know this is a series that makes literally billions of dollars and you know, uh, it was modded by you know someone at their computer to have better textures. So it's kind of like, hmm. I think that Game Freak needs to get just a little bit of slack for the fact that Nintendo was probably like, yeah, we fucking need this now. <laughs> like, that, it's I was really just... great. You got the, this Pikachu and Eevee one that you've been doing. It's almost done. That's great. But we need this now. Yeah. Yeah. And th- there's the Pokemon company as well. Been like, all right, we need. Yeah, we need this as well. Like they've got. Multiple investors, multiple companies, you know, looking and over I, them. And, and I mean, I'm sure with the extra yeah. time they could have given it that that extra level of polish and gotten the textures a little bit more up to snuff. You know, there's a lot of pop in in the game too, but that's like oh, it's huge. I've never seen a game that bad. For but it, in. like in the town, it's just like boom right there. Oh, you know, crap. Par- part of me also <laughs> questions if it's you know the Switch itself. I mean, the the hardware of the Switch isn't like top-notch we all know this i yeah, mean yeah, have absolutely. you ever seen like the difference between doom running on a pc and doom played on the switch or even overwatch mm. yeah absolutely but like Oof. at the same time like it wasn't that bad in you know mario odyssey or you know other 3d games i think in pokemon it was especially bad and like yeah, I, I don't I care agree. about i don't care about pop in like it's not like a racing game or something it's not it's it's not going to break break the experience but with pokemon literally if there's something five meters in front of you then it will pop up 
I think that's yep. a little bit extreme. But yeah. Yeah. A lot of these things I don't really care about. I just sort that's of want that, to be. That's why I brought up. it up because it was one of my critiques. I was just like, man, mm-hmm. you know, like for this being a triple A AAA title, like it's just kind of like jarring a little bit. I mean, you get used to it after a while almost, but you know, especially if you're online too, like, man, the game can really dump some frames, but you yeah. know, for all <laughs> intents and purposes, it's still a really great fun Pokemon title. Like, mm. I, I won't have that. you guys. I won't sit here and let you guys defecate on my favorite sex fantasy game. I could have a ma choke come at me <laughs> at full blast speed and pretend he's choking me. Okay, that so, shit was scary as shit when I, I got some of the charged. Funniest shit is watching those gifts of some of the most scary Pokemon chasing after you. <laughs> like, like the oh pedal bear God. one. The pedal bear one. Oh, oh yeah, ah! terrifying. What's his name? Away, Fucking yeah. terrifying. <laughs> terrifying just you wait until that machoke evolves into a machamp now he can strangle you with his uh two hands but then he's got two other hands you can do do where where does where do those hands go where have i trained where have i what have i trained my machamp to use those two hands for let me tell you on the next episode of dragon ball z all right george george what are you playing i have been playing dead cells still yeah. Oh, the the new DLC nice. came out, right? Yes, the new DLC came out. I was gonna mention that it is, it, it it's it's quite fun. Um, I've That's not beaten the boss yet. Right? Nope. Five. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm buying it tonight. It, it's absolutely worth it. Um, the little mushroom dudes are a pain in the ass, but once you get the blueprint unlocked for the mushroom boy, it's pretty dope. Um, I'm a little mushroom boy. Yeah. No, he's your friend, and like whenever he, you kill, he kills something, he gets all happy. But anyway. Um, <laughs> it, it's a lot of it's still a lot of fun, still a big challenge because I'm playing on two boss hills. Um, has some some success tonight, but I still get to make it back to the timekeeper. Uh, the game is just brutal. I know you know this. So, outside of that, been play. I played a little bit of Doom 2016 this week. Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting hyped for Doom Eternal. Um, I'm basically just frothing at the bit for Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing. And I know that sounds psychotic, but <laughs> here we are. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most in gaming. And uh, I've been just replaying through Doom 2016 and going through arcade mode and just trying to beat my own scores, which I've beaten a couple of them. So George so, loves Doom. He has a big old murder boner for Doom. I do have a murder boner for Doom. <laughs> I can love it. I didn't mind Doom 2016, but I sort of, like, I got... Uh, a little bit into it and i just sort of lost interest and i sort of fell off um i am I like wanna... so deep into the lore of this drew like i could i could lay it out for you it's crazy and all i can't right, send wait me a google doc afterwards with it all in there <laughs> yeah and i can't wait for eternal i can't wait yeah it does look like when i see people playing it, i'm like that looks like fun and that's why i originally bought like the 2016 version but i sort of like playing through the start i was like mm. and i sort of just lost interest like i it's one of those games where i put it back in i'm like all right i've got a I've got to play this because it's good, and I still I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's um, yeah, I think it's nothing but excellent. But it just it didn't grab me. So yeah, if you're not on, on the if, yeah, sorry if on the on the twentieth, I'm looking forward to a uh, Animal Crossing. That's what I'm uh, waiting yeah. for. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> so excited for Animal Crossing. I mean, I used to play that with my my parents back in the day too. So for me, it's like nostalgia feels, you know. So yeah. I can't wait for that. But yeah, Doom. I mean, I used to play Doom way back in the day too, like 1993 Doom. So I, I've been knee deep in the dead for a while, um, so. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait. But Anthony, what have you been playing? Well, let me tell you, boys. Let, let me, me tell, tell you. you. First off, my saucy American boy and my sweet, sweet Bobby Australian boy. The Division Two went on sale this week for three dollars on basically all platforms. And guess who bought it on Xbox? This guy right here. I'm pointing at myself. For those of you who don't know, you know, like when you put an asterisk. And then you write in, like, said in Barat voice. So Asterix points at himself. So <clears throat> I bought the Division 2. I convinced a bunch of other friends to buy the Division 2. It was $3. I think it's still $3. If you haven't bought it, you are batshit bonkers. Buy it. It's $3. If you love Ghost Recon Wildlands, you will love this game. The only difference is, is it's uh, the way the damage works is, like, De- Destiny instead of Ghost Recon Wildlands, where it's, like, if you shoot someone in the head, they're down. It's one, one, one shot. So it's very it's very spongy. It's a game as a service, obviously. But it's a great game period for $3. You, you, I, I just feel like I can't reiterate. 
that enough. It's three dollars, three dollars, three dollars. So uh, I saw that come across my uh, news feed actually. I'm like, three dollars? Are you kidding me? I don't know if that happened here. I didn't say anything. Um, I, I think the Australian cheap, prices but... were different. I know you, you, uh, the Australians get the the real rough, no lube, dry without letting <laughs> you know end of the stick. It's I, I don't know. I was sort of thinking about it the other day, like. <laughs> With the, like, the average income in America compared to the average income in Australia, I was wondering, like, how many hours, like, on the average would it take someone to earn enough money to buy a $60 video game compared to here where we can we can usually get it for 80 bucks Australian. <coughs> yeah. And that's that's roughly about, you know, three hours work, maybe, if you're earning 25 to 30 bucks an hour. So I don't, I don't know if it's that much worse, but, you know... We, we we can we can play it up and say oh yeah we're so hard done by send us video games please we're we're, we're drowning here in uh, spider vomit and poison and uh, we, we need something drop to play and drop bears. Yeah, they're, they're dropping everywhere they uh, <laughs> bitten off my ear I just need to play some uh, cheap uh, Doom Eternal please send one <laughs> yeah just I just need some cheap games guys I just yeah. need uh, equal game prices for all countries that's all I need would be nice. Okay, so Division Two bought it for Xbox. Um, so I I hopped back into Division Two on my PlayStation Four, which is probably like a Gen Two PlayStation Four. I think I've had it for like four years, five tops. Um, textures do take a while to pop up sometimes, but I'm noticing that on my Xbox One S, which is um obviously a lot newer. I've only had it for a couple of months. The the textures pop up a lot faster, so I have to give massive games. And the Division 2, a little bit of leeway, and I have to eat a little bit of crow, because I made a tweet talking about how they had still hadn't fixed that shit. And granted, it's still there, but on my PS4 that's older, it takes longer to go than the Xbox One S that I just bought. So, massive games, mm. um, I gotta give you that. I'm sorry, I apologize. I didn't realize that my PS4 was obviously that, that much, t- like, it was taking that much more for it just to even get it up as fast as it can. Your so, PS4 is like on its last leg too right yeah i really think it is i really think it is but so i've decided something and i'm gonna hurt some of you who listen to the show and i understand that and if you need consoling you can get in my dms and uh i'll make fun of you but uh i'm gonna (laughs) buy the dlc that comes out on march 3rd for and i know it's gonna be hard to hear xbox (laughs) oh my god i know i know guys I know. Shut the fuck up and stop complaining, okay? I know I'm a Sony pony, surbred, born and raised, guys. But it plays better on Xbox right now because it's a newer version. Get off my back. I'll suck you all off later. Was it uh, on sale on PlayStation as well or just the Xbox? No, no. I mean, it's on both. But I just, uh, I think because I have the newer version of, not the newer version, but the 1S version of the Xbox, which is, I feel like, a small step up from the PS4 that it's just... Low times. It's and running better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. it's running those textures. It's catching everything up a lot faster than the PlayStation did. Now the PlayStation, it still runs. Both run just as fine. It's just when it comes to that those background textures, sounds, noises, stuff like that, the Xbox is outperforming. Mm. But like I said, that Xbox is new, brand spanking new, and I have the all digital version, so I don't know if that helps out at all because there's more space in there for the heat to, to disperse. Um, but well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably yeah. just upgraded <laughs> hardware, dude. Like it, the heat, the heat isn't make, making a difference, I would think. But but Division Two, I've been playing a lot of that. I actually haven't played any Rocket League this this week, believe it or not. What? 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 Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, but I have been playing, and I want to give it a shout out because it's been the perfect mobile game, Dragon Quest Three on iOS. Oh, nice. Yeah. The I don't know what it is, but I have Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 on iOS, and they were just... Those older Dragon Quest games were just made for that mobile. Just like Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions on iOS is the probably the perfect platform to play that on. Bro, I, I was going to say, I'm still playing that game. Like, occasionally at work, I'm just like... Tactics? Yeah, I'm still chilling there, like... Today it's, I was I was receiving best. trucks playing Final Fantasy Tactics on the dock. Yeah, it's the best UI. <laughs> it's the best way to play it because you it's all at your fingertips. Dude, my Rams is so OP right now. Anyway, yeah, it's it's fucking it's it's awesome. So yeah. I mean I, I I think I tend to be one of the only ones who, who who's more vocal on the podcast about mobile gaming, but mobile gaming hasn't done me dirty in a long time for the games that I play. Like Guild of Dungeonarians, though, I get like that was well worth the three bucks I paid for it. Fuck, even um. 
uh, Knights of Pen and Paper. See, that's a game I pop in uh, every couple of years, and I'll play that for like three, four days straight. So, mobile RPGs, like the RPGs they've ported over, are, are definitely in my wheelhouse, and I love to play them. But yeah, so Dragon Quest Three Division Two, that's really all I've been playing. So, that being said, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna hop into some topics with the amazing Drew Agnew. And we are back for that little break. I hope you enjoyed that sweet and saucy ad. Now, we got some topics for you, Drew. Drew, you're our guest today, so we've got some questions for you. All right. Throw Number one, say what I can do. What's the most uh, most endangered animal you've ever killed in Australia? Go. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you're like, none, but I've killed a bunch of people. It's a dangerous hunt. It's okay if you do it in Australia as long as they're not Australian. Yeah. Is uh, that the rule? <clears throat> yeah, it is a rule. Definitely a rule. Um, <laughs> kill whatever you want here, and the police go, yeah, no, nah, fair enough. Well, I mean, that he killed it with it, his yeah. own hands. Yeah. What else do you want, people? <laughs> okay, uh, no, no, I'm just playing. That's not the real question. The real question is, <laughs> with, with, so we have basically what? You've got your two mainstay podcasts. We have the House of Mario, which is part of the Apex Collective. You've got a Drew story, which I think is just on your own, correct? Uh, yes. Yep. And then you've got two podcasts that, that are realistically connected to your Patreon, and I'm guessing that they're tier levels. Like once you have this X amount of tier, then you start doing those podcasts. Yeah, so the House of Mario is a Nintendo podcast I started with Bryce back in 2017, and that mm-hmm. was it. That's like mm-hmm. our main podcast, the first podcast we started, and um, you know the, the one we push on with the most and uh, have a lot of fun with that. But a Drew story was like it's meant to be like, you know, I really enjoy podcasting. I want to keep doing it and have excuses to talk to people who aren't just, you know, into video games or into Nintendo. So uh, it's just a podcast where people can come tell their stories, whether it's a story about, you know, something where they're growing up or maybe they're even talking about maybe their favorite uh, piece of audio gear or something. I don't know. It could be anything, just any stories, anything. Um, but sort of like late last year, I sort of fell in a bit of a slump and I stopped doing it. It's only up to three episodes and mm-hmm. it was, yeah, so that's going to be sort of restarted again this year. And um, same with uh, Cracking Furfies. Cracking Furfies was just like, all right, we, we wanted to start a Patreon to sort of uh, under some of these things, get some better gear and, you know, just your typical stuff to try and improve uh, the stuff you do. But sort of through doing it, like, because Cracking Furfies, it's kind of like an inside joke on the House of Mario. Uh, mm-hmm. In Australia here, there's a, a beer called Furfy. And Furfy is sort, of sort of a word that come from the... Uh, World War One era where uh, soldiers were taking water carts to the soldiers to, you know, give them water and everything. And the idea is that, like, a furphy is like a basically a white lie or a bit of an exaggeration. So, and uh, so we sort of, uh, we're going to sort of lean into that a bit more and make that podcast sort of a monthly thing where, you know, we catch up with a lot of our friends and we uh, get news stories that are a bit odd and we sort of talk about them and we also put like a, a fake news story out there and we try and guess which news story is the, the furphy and which one's the real one. Okay. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just going to be like a lot of fun. I've got a friend that's like, oh yeah, I'm keen. So I'm like, all right, go and buy this microphone. So he's bought a microphone and we've got another friend who's, you know, already has a microphone, but he needs like a, a stand and that. So we're all like sorting out gear and everything at the moment. And I've got this room, which is, uh, just empty at the moment, which I need to uh, get painted and filled in. But once everything's set up, that podcast should be going again. I, I'm really looking forward to that because it's a, I'm doing it with like friends who live about four hours away and we don't catch up that often. So it's going to be just a real good excuse to catch up with uh, friends. And that's that's basically what uh, House Mario is too. Because um, Bryce, he lives in the same town as me, but before I'd be like, oh, it's been two weeks and I haven't seen Bryce. Whoops. But like with the podcast, it's just an excuse to be like, oh, it's time to do the podcast and we catch up before and after. And yeah, it's just, it's really good for that. So yeah. that's what, um, like this podcast that Dad's Business started off with. So George and I used to live on relatively close. It was like 45 minutes to an hour away from each other. So one of us would travel to the other, to the other's house and we would record the podcast that way. Um, generally on, George, if we did it at my place, we recorded like just via the laptop audio or the phone audio. No, uh, for a long time, we were just using our phones. Yeah, Anchor, Anchor, obviously the podcast app we use to record the show, it's got a lot of options in order for you to record the podcast at, at, at bare bones, bare minimum. It might not be the best quality, but it's there for you to get it out if you really want it, which is really awesome. But um, what I really want to know is, so patreon.com, idrewby, I-D-R-E-W-B-Y, 
So the Furfies is a is, is that a Patreon goal or is that just something that 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 Patreon's there to kind of help fund that and and try to help supplement you, like give you a way to make that time. Yeah, well, it's pretty much just like like to try and um try and like yeah just cover some like some little costs here and there and also to like give a little bit of extra content back to um, the people that you know yeah. enjoy what we do and want a little bit more. So we've got, uh, got a podcast on there called Secret Recordings, which is basically where I just sit, sit in front of a microphone. I don't edit it. I don't put an intro in there. I don't do anything special to it. I just talk about what is going on with the podcast behind the scenes and uh, things like that, and I put it up, and um, people can listen to it on the, on the Patreon there. Um, I sort of, when I started off with the Patreon, I was like, all right, we're going to do all these things. Like we had, we had like a house of Mario encore, which is, um, basically just like a solo podcast where we talk about a Nintendo topic. We had a crack and furfies, which was once a month. We had like, we had these, all these different things. And I was, it was also like, a cause as you guys know, like, uh, having like an RSS feed, you know, usually costs money for each one. The House of Mario, it was a uh, hundred and fifty Australian dollars per year. Uh, oh, shit. For, a, for a Drew story, it was like it was similar. So and on so on Patreon, I was like, well, this is a free RSS feed, so we'll be able to put whatever we want onto it, and uh, you know, in the process, give back to the people that enjoy what we what we make. Um, but then, sort of a, another sort of uh, podcast service come up, and that actually gave us multiple RSS feeds for a, a lot cheaper. So that sort of opened us up to all right we don't have to just uh put stuff onto this uh rss feed on patreon we can open it up a, up a little bit more and i also sort of felt like the people on patreon who uh like followed us and uh, supported us they weren't necessarily there for like all the goodies and all of the exclusive stuff or whatever it was they were just there because they wanted to help out and be there yeah so, and i like i put up a post and said oh like would you would you guys mind if like this like evolved went out to you know, the free feeds and all that and i said no i can go for it so uh feel pretty confident doing that it, it's it's just wild because I, I think a lot of people underestimate um the people behind the scenes who actually make the podcast obviously like the host producers and stuff like that um because obviously you're showing that you have not only a lot of ambition but drive and the actual will to to make that content reality when you say you're going to do it and a lot of people don't understand that like as a podcast and you know george and i can can attest this um there comes a time where you know you got to start thinking of other things other than just one podcast like okay we got one podcast that's doing great but it's it's kind of it's not stagnating but it's almost like you feel like it's stagnating because i mm. i feel like as human beings we want to always be trying to find that next level or adding something to, to even if the will's not broken you know if the will's not broke don't fix it we still want to add something to it but we want so, to innovate or do something to yeah. it you know yeah so i yeah. I, I think yeah. number one it's super smart that you've got these other podcast options especially secret recordings i really like that that idea of you know going it's kind of a behind the scenes of like you know when we did this episode this is what we were thinking on this but this happened you know kind of giving an audience uh insight into what the actual day-to-day -day is of the podcast and what actually goes into making it um i think that's really badass true I, I think what you're doing not only with your patreon with 8-bit but it's with all your podcasts is really innovative really smart and really intuitive and i can respect the fuck out of it yeah cheers man and it's like this year it's, it's all about sort of like you know building on what we've done like the, the very first year i what we started off with a blue snowball plugged into an ipad um that's, that's what i have right now <laughs> i yeah. mean it's plugged into my laptop but george I, has a blue snowball as well i love my blue snowball it, well, the blue snowball I had, it was like a one that records in like a 360, and like it, it did a good job, but it just like, it wasn't like a like a mic I'm on now where you talk directly into it and you've both got one each type of thing. We just like Bryce and I, we put it in the middle of us, and it sort of like picked up everything in the room. It wasn't just our voice. So George it, and it, I can 100% relate. 100% relate when we did our TwitchCon stuff because we used George's mic and it's very echoey. You can tell. So I. We feel, <laughs> we feel yeah, that pain. It, it, that, yeah. That's definitely like one of those, like as much as I love my microphone and it's done well so far, that's like probably the next thing on my list is just like, okay, let's get some quality microphones and we'll be set, you know, mm. but time will tell that tale. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong. Like people out there that want to start a podcast, it, you don't have to go and get microphones straight away. Just record with your phone like you guys oh, did. Absolutely. Or I, like yeah. I had like a, 
a smaller blue snowball sitting around which I could plug into another device, just start with that. I think it was like three episodes in, I'm like, all right, I like this. Uh, so I went on Amazon and got some like Audio Technica stuff and uh, oh damn, you, know, stuff you, you, you stuff went for the good, work you went like, for the good shit really right good. out the gate. Woo. Yeah, well, it was the Audio Technica AT2020, so that was about 120. Yeah, yeah those AT2020s are nice. The uh, Shure mm-hmm. SM7 is like right there on my wish list. Like if I could afford that. Oof. That's expensive though. That's a really expensive mic. Yeah, that thing is like it's like a four hundred US mic. Yeah, that's, that's what kind of funny in all of like like the big places use. Yeah, the shores. Yeah, but I I also I I wouldn't mind trying the new Yeti X. That actually looks pretty decent. And and mm. Anthony and I were playing with them at TwitchCon. They sounded yeah, really fin- nice. They sounded fantastic, and we were on the show forward. I mean, I was just like, holy shit! It wasn't they're, picking they're, up. It wasn't picking like up. Yeah, they're, they were, yeah, they were they weren't too terrible. They're really cool mics, but they're so big, they're huge. Like I think it's pretty cool, but they're just like, like compared to what I'm using now, it might be like the size of like a. I was gonna say a Chico roll. You wouldn't know what Chico roll is, would you, in America? Oh, no, <laughs> no, sir. Must be this one. Uh, we're gonna like, yeah, we're gonna need you to put that in American terms. Uh, uh, two dim sims back to one another. Dim Sims, what, what what are you saying to us? We need to, uh, how many Bud Lights? How, how, how many, many how, Bud Lights is it? How many Budweiser cans is this? <laughs> uh, assuming it's just a normal size can, maybe one. <laughs> okay, so Drew, you you, you, you kind of mentioned something that I'm curious to talk to other podcast people about. People who regularly produce content, podcast wise. Or just content in general. Um, it kind of sounds like you hit a little bit of a burnout and also a, a, a bit of a stretch where it was harder to record due to um, like life responsibilities, work responsibilities, that kind of thing. Mm. Is, is, that, is that correct? Yeah, it was. It was definitely for a Drew story, mainly because, um, like, with, with uh, the house Mario, where I've got like a co-host that comes over and uh, we can just like talk about Nintendo. It's like it's a little bit easier just being able to do that with like someone else but when it's just you and you're like oh, i've got to find guests i've got to uh mm-hmm. you know organize maybe the layout of the show and all of that and uh being busy at the time and it was it it wasn't really a burnout like i'm not enjoying the content it was more more or less just like all right my mental health's a bit a bit ordinary at the moment so i can't get motivated to sort of do much yeah um, but but it's something like, like you found go to work have you found motivation recently for it though yeah, definitely. Like I just got in a better headspace. Um, so, what was your what was your process on that? It was just what, was it all mentally just kind of in your own head, not not really wanting to do the you know outside interference. God damn it, Macho Man Randy Savage, outside interference. <laughs> Anyways, because um, I mean, like myself, George, Tommy, I'm sure we can all attest to this. There are days where like you know we we split news, and that's the brilliant part about having three of us is you know we've got news and we have prime and if there comes a day where one of us can't do news, there's two other people. Like on Friday, I was like, guys, I haven't slept yet. Like, can one of you pick up news? And I got two other people to do it. But when it's just you, especially with, uh, with, 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 with the Drew story, it's just you. So I, I just, I like to talk about a, a big portion, especially with Twitter and just a, a lot of the conversation lately has been mental health and how do you manage it and how do you manage to keep consistently posting content while keeping true to yourself and kind of keeping your mental health on check as well. Cause we all know that we have down days and we don't want to fucking do it. It's a goddamn thing. And then mm. you get in your own head and then you kind of really doubt yourself. So I mean, was it just something where, you know, you changed something in, in your regiment or is it something where you found new inspiration in something else that, that, that allowed you to kind of light that fire underneath your ass to get back into a Drew story? Well, it was mainly just like, all right, you know, works make me feel like crap. Cause like, uh, was it say late in the year I do like shearing and stuff like that and that's just one job I really hate doing and like the group of people I do it with like they're, they're good blokes but at the same time I'm sort of like the outsider of their group so it just yeah. like makes it a little bit hard and like you know just other little things and just you know it gets you down so then you start thinking like you know why am I doing this like why am I doing this like you know like you know, three episodes in obviously don't have very many listeners or whatever so why am I doing this like, no one cares but then like I, ha- I actually had a week off I got to get my head in a better place and I answer my own question, like, why are you doing this? So, because I want to do it. <laughs> it's, it's obvious. Um, like, one of one of the reasons I wanted to start doing the podcast, I was thinking, like, um, like my grandma, she's 86 years old and 
her her upbringing in this like area down here in the southeast of South Australia was just completely different. It was horse and carts to get the school. She didn't actually go to the high school because of like she couldn't get the high school. She lived too far away, so she just after primary school stopped going to her high school. Holy um, shit! And I, I was thinking like you know my you know my kids when they're old enough to listen to that like obviously my grandma won't be around by the time that happens. Um, so I'm like, wouldn't it be amazing to like get some of these stories in a podcast form? Because as much as I love like doing the House Mario stuff like that, podcasting is all about you know stories and being able to sort of translate that to um, you know people that would never be able to hear it without it being recorded. Because like a lot of like uh, my say great grandparents or something, I've got photos, old blurry photos from my parents. Mm-hmm. But how awesome would it be if I could? have like now we've got video we've got audio we've got like such uh, impressive tools to be able to sort of push this and just like uh for me having that all together like this is my show having like whether it's family friends other podcasters whoever you be just all these different stories for people to jump into and listen to and for for me as well as like you know podcasts like whether it's like jono's putting in work or colin moradi's uh, uh fireside chats or just like podcasts like that where it's like it comes up onto your feed and you're like huh this uh, week they're talking about uh, firefighters. Huh. Like, yeah, I'm not going to subscribe to a firefighter show, but when it comes up on my feed, I'm, ah, I'll listen to a firefighter show. That would be a great sort of uh, um, point of view that I've never really thought about before. So that's sort of what I want to offer with that that podcast as well. And I sort of I put it back to monthly. I'm like, ah, this, I want to get the wheels turning again once like all of like uh, this room's all set up and get the wheels turning. Maybe it can go the fortnightly. Maybe it can go the weekly. Don't know, but we'll we'll start off we'll start off with monthly. That would be uh, pretty easy to do, hopefully. Well, I love it. I think so. We're in this day and age where content creation is probably the easiest it's ever been, and everybody's doing it. But I think a lot of people don't understand until they start doing it that mental health will will and can or can and will affect your podcast. Uh, especially if it's just you, like like with, with with the Drew stories, if you're having a down day or a down week or a down month, you know the possibility of you not doing any of those episodes because you're you're feeling down. Or I feel like that's an oversimplification of it, but because you're mm-hmm. feeling those those ways, um, you know, a show won't get made. Whereas, yeah. you know, like when I, I think a lot of this uh, applies to YouTubers. I think we see a lot of YouTubers with this as well with burnout, and mental health issues, but um, more mental health issues or mental health kind of getting in the way of them making content. But I, I definitely do love hearing about how people were able to kind of overcome that, whether it was medication, whether it was kind of, they just were able to kind of get themselves out of that slump. And, and, and I think st- it, in streamers too. I mean, yeah, to definitely. Tag onto I, that. I just think it's, it's important that we hear how others did it to help those people who are suffering through it, kind of maybe give them an idea or that, that rope in the hole that to possibly grab onto and be like, Oh fuck, it's right there. Like I, I can do this. Okay. Like, but obviously it's not going to be for every case, but I think it just helps people to, re- to relate to someone who is going through a similar thing as them. And when they say how they got out, it could be a possibility for them to be able to get out of their, you know, their cave or, you know, what's got them down. And I just, yeah. you know, I, I appreciate you kind of like talking to us about that. Yeah. Cause it, it like, it is what happened. Like I'll, it was meant to be consistent. I was really excited to do it. Like I to the artist who, uh, you know, got, got it all together and, I kind of felt like, you know, after after all of that, after all the effort they went, and I just like do three episodes and stop. It's like I felt bad for like just almost wasting their time as well. You know what I mean? Um, but it's, yeah, it's definitely something I want to want to start up again and uh, yeah, keep going because it is something I enjoy and I just want to come back and do it right again. Yeah, reinvigorated like the phoenix rising from the ash. Now. Real quick before uh, before we let you go, I gotta know what do you farm? Uh, so we've got uh, sheep, uh, okay. a handful of cattle. I was gonna say do, uh, he, he said he he mentioned shearing earlier, so I knew there were sheep okay. involved. Mm. Yeah, so basically uh, on our farm, it's myself, my mom, and my dad. Uh, we work together, and uh, we've got a, a a sort of a you wouldn't have heard about this uh, breed of sheep, but it's a Texel, Texel, uh, a Texel stud we've got. Mm-hmm. So we basically breed Texel sheep, and they're 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 a meat sheep, so they're not wool. 
Um, they do have wool, but it's not that good a quality. You don't get a whole lot for it necessarily, but it's mainly just for the meat. And, uh, yeah. Well, I gotta say right now, you are the hottest looking farmer I've ever seen. <laughs> Compared to the American standard, <laughs> my god, you Australians, you're just fucking a step ahead of us each and every fucking time. If this is what all Australian farmers look like, I encourage American women who love farmers to go to Australia and find yourself an Aussie farmer, because, woo, you're in for a treat! Yep, come over. Uh, yep, it's all... Uh, that jawline is fantastic. It's sharp. You could cut paper with that jawline, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Headbutting people with my jaw. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird. Like, when, when it's like, you know, you get a compliment every now and again. I don't like saying, oh, no, stop it. Oh. it it's, it's, so I just go along with it. But it, it does feel so weird whenever I get a compliment. But You're you. talking to... to I, I like to, to... When someone's hot, I tell them they're hot. I don't care. <laughs> guy, girl animal i'm like that's a beautiful dog you know like or that's a beautiful guy damn that guy's got a tight ass you know like or dang that girl's hot like i will tell everyone like jesus christ look at that I get lost in your eyes is anybody else hearing the beatles right now because i am so it's just me <laughs> oh my wife just walked in the room she is pissed sorry drew i can't i can't you can't be one of my side chicks okay sorry Honey, he's on a show. You Too can't late. even find him. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> oh, shit. She said she'll find you. She knows your address. Okay. She's watching you. Oh, I know where you live, too. Anyways, back to it. Um, <laughs> it don't you, get uh... <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, it's an easy thing to do, I know. I throw out some witty response that she's already... Uh, only because she's gone. <laughs> She's uh, already plotting. She's already plotting your death, so you might as well just go. My wife's my my, uh, my wife's Latina, and I'm just like the whitest dude in the world. And one of the best <laughs> things about being married to a Latina is never knowing if you're gonna wake up to kisses or a knife to your throat. Mm. But it's you know it's when it gets you off, it gets you off. So there's nothing I can really do about it at this point. Is it usually <laughs> a knife or is it usually a kiss? You know, it's about fifty-fifty either way. It's, it's the same reaction. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, Drew, I, I, I know you're on a time frame. you got to go to work and all that jazz. But I, I just, first and foremost, I want to say thank you for coming on the show. Um, I know the time difference is, is a little weird. We're in your what, morning? No, no, no. It's um, it's coming up to 4 o'clock p.m. So it's, it's actually a pretty good time for me. Apart from, I don't usually work because well, it's a Sunday today. I'm working um, at the pub tonight at about 5 o'clock. So, uh, yeah, I don't usually work Sundays. So, a bit unfortunate, but... Got to go and make that cash so I can cash money. So you can buy some more, some more Nintendo stuff. That's right. Got, a, got Animal Crossing coming up. Got to put your pennies in the in the well. Got to get and those. Then, uh, got to get those bells to Tom Nook. I also yeah. want to say I respect the fuck out of what you're doing. Uh, having yeah, four podcasts on the docket is is a, is a hell of a load, and, and it seems like you've you've got the recipe to to get them all done. And, and, and your guys' actually, shows are so good too. Dude, yeah, let us. We're gonna stroke your ego here for a second. Blow that ego. <laughs> um, secret recordings. When you, I, I haven't listened to that, but you, the way you explained it is fucking brilliant. Kraken Furfies sounds awesome. Um, a Drew story one on one conversations is something that I fucking love and something that I've been meaning to talk to uh, Tommy and George about for a new podcast for ours, like like that kind of style. House of Mario is amazing. I don't understand what they're feeding you australians but whatever they're doing you guys are like they're just setting you up for fucking success <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense but what i i fucking love it um the stuff you're doing is is amazing whether you're doing it on your own or you're doing it with with 8-bit but uh i just fuck dude you're just stop it we can't have this many perfect people in the world you're killing it jesus thank you guys thank you for the ego stroke um <laughs> and now let me i, I don't know how to wipe it off to my face such nice things <laughs> well, what I do need you to do is this. I need you to plug out everywhere people can find you, especially with strong emphasis on that Patreon, because, I mean, we would love our viewers to go over and support you as well and, you know, give you the funds and, and the means necessary to keep making, you know, extraordinary content and really original, fucking awesome content as well. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so I guess the House of Mario is sort of the main thing at the moment. So you can find that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and, you know, all your favorite podcast services. Uh, 
sort of my co-hosts should be returning at the moment. I've just been having sort of like uh, random guests each week. I missed last week because of like the teardown of the room and got like a couple of new audio equipment things in and everything. Mm -hmm. I wanted to test that out. Um, so missed last week, but should be back this week. And uh, yeah, the other shows will uh, be starting up in probably March. Got a fair bit going on, but so Drew Story and Cracking Furfish should be back. And if you enjoy them, uh, check out patreon.com slash idruby. And even if you're not a patron, you can still see like the you know updates and everything on there too. Because I kind of treat that as our website because we don't have a website at the moment. So it's kind of like if we're up to something, I'll just like put it there. But yeah. Perfect. Well, Sounds Drew, good. once again, thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and we just uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing some phenomenal work. Yeah, you guys too. Absolutely love what you're doing. Putting out putting out like something each day or nearly every day is like a, you know, that's a that's a big a big ask, even for three. It's between three of you. So. <laughs> it, it it makes it it definitely makes it really easy that, that 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 there's three of us. Plus, like our new segments, I don't know, they take me maybe I don't know, thirty minutes to an hour, thirty minutes generally. So. I appreciate the ego stroke as well, but but uh, with three of us, it definitely makes it more doable, which is which is always nice. So uh, we appreciate the good words. Too easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take a small break. Oh, once again, that was uh, Agony with our guest today, Drew. One more time, thank you so much for coming. No worries, and uh, I'll uh, catch you on one of my podcasts, hopefully in the future. Absolutely. Perfect. All right, we'll be right back, guys. All right, we are back. Once again, that was Drew Agnew who joined us for today's episode. Drew was, it was really good talk, talking to Drew. I really had a, I had a good time. And, you know, I didn't mean for this episode to be this, like, mental health talk about. But it was, I, like I was telling you uh, during our little break, George, that I, I think sometimes it's important for other creators to hear how other creators who create podcasts, YouTube, you know, Twitch streamers, you know, how they deal with not only kind of running on burnout, but, you know, with mental health issues as well, because we all have them. We all have those, those those moments and those times where, you know, you don't want to get out of bed and that definitely doesn't help you want to create content. Yeah. And I think that hearing how other creators and other people deal with that or how they've, I wouldn't say overcome it. I feel like saying overcome it would be an oversimplification of what it is because everybody deals with um, like mental health issues and, depression in a different way and some people need medication some don't but i think it still helps for other people to talk about how they dealt with it so that way maybe it inspires you to try to deal with it that way and maybe you try it and it works or maybe yeah. you don't and you're able to go to you know to the doctor and, and get medication but um i just it's something important i see a lot of people i see a lot of, a lot of streamers podcasters youtubers you know on twitter you know their own various channels kind of talking about it and i just you know, I, I hope that they can all find a way for them oh. to kind of re get that spark back. I mean, but... th this this episode hit home for me. I mean, just you know, recently I've I've hit, quite, I would call it like a burnout slump. Like not just not talking about our podcast, but just in content creation in general. Yeah. Like, you know, Drew mentioned a lot of, like, a lot of stuff that hit home, but it is important to like check yourself and make sure that you're in the right headspace, and then you know get yourself to that point where you you want to create content again and if you feel that you you know you need to see doctor see doctor like if you need therapy seek therapy it's, it's something where you know mental health i think from what we've seen over the last couple of years it's not something to trifle with or something to you know try to choose on your own um mike not not mike i'm sorry jerry from penny arcade i think said it the best where they were he had someone talking to him about you know, they're talking about medication and they were like, well, aren't you afraid of the side effects? He's like, well, the worst side effect is, you know, me not being alive. So, and right. I know that's, that, that's the most extreme version, but if you are really feeling that way and if you feel you need medication, like do yourself a favor, you know, go to a clinic that, you know, a walk-in clinic. I, I realize here in America, healthcare is, it, it's a touchy subject. Not everybody gets it, but I mean, there are other avenues to go with that. And if, if you need that help, seek it. You know, if you feel like you need it, seek it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Um, maybe you find out, oh, I really, I really didn't need this in the end. But you know, you still made that effort to better yourself and to to help yourself. You know, that's really what it comes down to. Is you know, it, 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 to quote Parks and Rec, treat yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're in that right headspace to create content and you feel good about it, then your content's going to be that much better too, you know? Yeah, I feel like I took that long route. Basically, what I, what I was trying to say was I, I, I like hearing about how other content creators overcame what they needed to overcome because it gives you an idea or a possibility of what you can try to overcome, you know, what Yourself, you need to overcome. Yeah. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then you seek another alternative. And that's... That's why I want. That's that's why I kind of veered it towards that. Was I just? I don't know. I want all of you to succeed. Everyone who listens to us, whether you're just working, whether it's with your family, whether you're a content creator, I want you guys to succeed. And and Dad's Beards Nerds is definitely a place where we want to give you the tools necessary to be the best person you can be. You know, that's why all of our DMs are always open, or you know, stuff like that. Like we're me, Tommy, and George are like we're pretty. I like to think we're three really fucking genuine dudes and if you really needed to talk to someone you had this up we'd talk to you absolutely but now drew agnew where can you find him twitter twitter.com slash i that's i d r e w b y that's the same as patreon patreon.com slash i once again he's at the house of mario he's got a drew story and he's got two other podcasts the other two podcasts that he has are Kraken Furfies and Secret Recordings. Once again, he is part, or House of Mario is part of the 8-Bit Collective, which is the collective of awesome podcasts and other awesome Aussies. So check them out. But really, realistically, what I what would, we would love you guys to do is go to patreon.com, iDruby, and, uh, you know, give him some love. If you can only donate a dollar to him, donate a dollar. But, you know, Drew's making some amazing content. He's an amazing person. And he's just fucking killing it. So Absolutely um, worth it. And there's one thing we can do in this podcast is is present you to a spot where you can support him and his awesome endeavors. Now, let's hop on that outro. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast or the listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us with the support this podcast. Well, I keep burping. Support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation at 99 cents, 4.99, or 9. You can cancel that at any time. Next up, find us at Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Twitch, at Dad's Bibs Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Bibs Nerds Podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you can find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Uh, Twitter's almost to 100 people. Or, uh, not our Twitter, I'm sorry. Our, uh, <laughs> our Twitter. Fucking A! Our Instagram. Discord! Well, our Instagram's well over. We're, we're yeah. past 200. Oh, we're but past our Discord 200. is almost to 100, you know, Discord people, so come on over. Next up, find George at G Hioko. It's G-H-I-O-C-O on Twitter. And that guy underscore George one three three seven on Insta, Tommy at Nightwing five nine three on Twitter, Nightwing five nine three zero on Instagram, and you can find me Anthony at Dad Bob Plays on all social medias. Until next time, Anthony. And I'm George. And thank you everyone for coming out and listening to us tonight. Have a good one. Have a good night. <laughs>